Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 120. <laughs> yeah, the season finale. is not a season finale. <laughs> I just had a dream that we did a season finale. Um, Sounds like a nightmare. It, uh, <laughs> it it was it it, it was kind ever of ever having a break um, from this podcast <laughs> ever awful. stopping. Yeah, uh speaking of this podcast, what is it and what do we do? That's a good question. Um and I'm proud of myself for remembering it was my job to tell you this time because I feel like I haven't remembered the last couple of times. Um it's a podcast where we talk about Computational creativity, meaning the ways that people use computers and AI, procedural generation, randomization, machine learning, all that kinds of stuff to make art and comedy and entertainment, fun stuff, creative things. That's all. And we have two segments on the show. The first one is called The Zesty Hat. One of us talks about uh, something that we would like to share. And the second is our trashy toy, which is a game that we play using some of the tools that we love most. And both of those segments were named by a random word generator, randomlist.com. And it is my turn to don the zesty hat this week. And, um... I found this on uh, on the the it was retweeted by the BotWiki Twitter. Shout out to the BotWiki, very great uh, resource, great follow for yeah. Keeping if up you with follow us, kind of you should follow them. Definitely. If we're cold, they're cold. Um, <laughs> let us in. <laughs> let us in. All of us. Um, I found this uh, this blog post on a, a blog called kmeme.com, um, and the, the title is GPT-3 bot posed as a human on Ask Reddit for a week. Um, and the whole the whole blog post is, is this um, software developer named uh, Philip Watts. <laughs> Let me double check his name before I just say a name. Steve. Ah, I'm Paul glad is. I did. Philip Winston, um, almost called him Watson. Um, Philip Winston, um, he's a software developer, and he uh, came across this Reddit post titled, How Does This User Post So Many Large Deep Posts So Rapidly? And he basically came to find this uh, this user, um, the name was The Gentle Meter, meter spelled like the European way, like with the R-E, um, and it over a week was posting like hundreds and hundreds of responses to um, to uh, posts on r slash um, ask reddit questions um, and uh, he um, kind of tracked its activity. It was like posting in uh, bursts over you know a couple of hours uh, each day and um, he then uh, went to some, you know, went to some other uh, subreddits and found that it was definitely the work of, you know, GPT-3 or, you know, somebody using GPT-3, not the the um, uh, sentient GPT-3. The that, language um, model has gotten a mind of its own and it just wants uh, yeah. to be on Reddit all the time. I think I'm GPT-3. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, it would just posted these, uh, really, you know, these really long kind of, uh, answers to, to questions. And, um, in his blog post, he kind of, uh, uh, he gives a, a ton of examples of like it, you know, doing, uh, different kinds of things and the way, and, and, uh, you know, it, he's kind of interested in the way, like it, 
interacts with people and like it can say a thing and then somebody might respond to that thing just you know very uh you know very naturally as if it's another person because they're not you know not really thinking <laughs> too hard into if this is a a person or not you know just uh, responding to um I really like the first one that you see if you go on to uh you know the the gentle meters uh all of its uh responses um the question on ask reddit was elevator maintenance folks what is the weirdest thing you have found at the bottom of the elevator chamber and the gentle meter's response was first thing that comes to mind is the recent discovery of a colony of humans living in the shafts and elevator machinery at the bottom of buildings this was an extraordinary find for sociologists and anthropologists revealing more about human culture than had ever been possible before (laughs) Uh, the, the discovery was made when an elevator repair worker at a building in Washington, D.C. tripped over a shoe that had fallen between the walls of the shaft. <laughs> the emergency stop button was pressed and the broken machinery triggered a shutdown across all elevators within two city blocks, trapping hundreds of people for hours. I wasn't going to read this whole answer, but it just keeps getting better. Um, yeah, you got to, yeah. In the investigation that followed, it was found that hundreds of people had been living in the elevator shafts and maintenance tunnels for over a decade, making homes out of the discarded machinery. As it turns out, the people who lived in these shafts were tunnel and tunnels were homeless. I would argue that they, they have a, a perfectly fine home in these <laughs> elevator shafts. Um, many of them had been living on the streets for decades, surviving by scavenging from dumpsters and sleeping under bridges. Uh, when the construction of the housing bubble began, these homeless people were forced out of their out to make way for new buildings. But since they had nowhere else to go, and so many of them were desperate for shelter, they found a place in the elevator machinery. I have seen footage of the shafts where they lived, and it is a truly extraordinary sight. I had no idea that humans could be so resourceful. <laughs> oh, what a interesting... <laughs> Yeah, Theory. I mean, if you read Story. that on Reddit, not knowing, like, it sounds human enough, and you'd be begging the person for any citations <laughs> any- or anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's incredibly coherent, just <laughs> not true, um, as far as I know, honestly. I haven't really looked into it. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's like an incredibly eloquent response, Um and uh yeah it's just very interesting i'm trying to i've see. got one i really like here yeah please it says which item in your living room would be problematic if it was the same size as your couch the gentle oh. meter replied the item that would be problematic if it was the same size as your couch is the cat the cat is problematic <laughs> because it does not have arms that can be used to hold you up while you're sitting on the couch If you were getting tired of sitting and wanted some assistance getting up, or if you were just plain lazy and preferred to nap while laying down on your back, the cat would not be able to give you any help. Lack of hands is just one reason why the cat would be problematic. If you had a dog, then at least it could help you get up with its two front paws. There are so many options where the dog can use its feet to give assistance in getting up and off the couch. As a cat owner, you might argue that the cat is more mouse-like than dog-like. However, I feel as though mice are not too different from cats. They both have a lack of hands, and if they were larger in size, it would still be problematic for being used as anything but pets. <laughs> wow. That's, an, that's not the reason I thought it was going to be problematic for the cat <laughs> to be that big. Yeah, I mean, I... I'm always upset that my cat can't place me on the couch. <laughs> but my dog can, obviously. He he can't, but he would if he could. If he, he was bigger, he, he would. 
The worst um, part of a cat being that big is it's that big and it's still just kind of a and jerk. And it still has that personality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what should we stop telling children? This is the answer. Um, children are told to go out of their way to never get dirty. If someone offers them a cake, they're not even allowed to touch it with their hands before being reprimanded or punished for getting crumbs on themselves. This is all done so children can keep looking clean and perfect at all times instead of having the natural human experience of learning how to deal with dirt. Children are told that they should never make mistakes if they want to be successful in life. The trouble is everyone makes mistakes, so this can't possibly be true. Children are told that the pur purpose of life is to be happy, but this isn't necessarily true either the truth is that most people feel a lot better when they help others who need it i like it yeah the reason you yell at a kid who's about <laughs> to just grab a cake with their bare hands is they're gonna get crumbs on themselves yeah <laughs> here's an extremely incredibly cursed one okay uh what's the worst gift you ever received the worst gift i ever received was from my father He's a physician, and one time he gave me yeah. this jar of placenta that were left over <gasps> from after the birth of his first grandson these were the placenta left over after my little brother was born, and he thought it would be funny to give it to me as a gift. I think that is very inappropriate for two reasons. First of all, it is very unsanitary. I mean, what if there was some kind of disease inside the jar? Secondly, my father should have considered that this could be offensive to me. I mean, I'm not really a placenta person. He should have thought of the fact that I do not like to eat this kind of thing, and therefore not given it to me as a gift. Very bad. So, um, the detail that I'm hung up on is that it the, it was the placenta of his little brother, but also his dad's, <laughs> his dad's first grandson. grandson. <laughs> yeah, I was bothered by that. Interesting family dynamics. Uh, um, I am uh, also loving the line. I'm not really a placenta person. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> gift for someone else, just not for me. I'm more into like you know liver and stuff like that. Hey, it's me. Fava beans. Um, what was the most recent pur purchase you made to keep up with the Joneses? Answer, there's no such thing as Joneses. There are only humans. Honestly, very <laughs> inspiring. <sweet. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the concept of universal of a universal standard by which all must be measured, parenthesis, Joneses, <laughs> serves only the purpose to oppress and marginalize those who are outside of its scope. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, this bot's woke. Yeah. Here's a really sweet one. Uh, maybe, I don't know. How many of these should we be doing? I'll do one more. I, I, I like them. Uh, what movie scene never make never fails to make you happy cry? I would say the scene in Up where Doug, Russell, and Kevin go into Carl's house for a little while. All those moments of genuine happiness are what make me happy cry. In fact, the entire Aww. movie makes me happy cry. But that, that particular scene in Carl's house did it for me every time. The scene where wow. Doug and Russell are playing on the porch is just so perfect. It's a moment of pure joy that made me smile. Then later that night, they go to Carl's house and all that stuff happens. Ha <laughs> ha. That whole movie <laughs> makes me happy cry. It's such a great Aww. experience. I'd say that scene in Up is one of the few scenes where you get to see an old man happy and his happiness <laughs> is infectious. Aww. Now, I haven't seen Up. Is there like a half hour sequence where they just like hang around at the old man's house? Um, I mean, the whole movie involves a lot of hanging around <laughs> at the old man's house. <laughs> okay, okay. We can scroll through and read these for forever because there's a ton of them. But um, it's uh, uh, the um, the this blog writer. Uh, he in his um, kind of discussion with people trying to figure out what exactly was going on here, people pinpointed that the the bot was probably specifically using philosopher AI 
do you hear do you hear about this one <laughs> lay it on me <laughs> i well it, so it's kind of hard to to figure out exactly what it is right now because when you go to the site it's philosopherai.com it says sorry philosopher ai's free open beta has ended due to the new pricing scheme being introduced by openai next week um but uh, it it basically seems like it was just a you know a um just like an interface for for using GPT three that I think was uh I, I assume trained on like philosophy text kind of thing and there's like a Reddit for um philosopher AI there's r slash philosopher AI stuff that you can that's just for like where people were posting uh funny or cool outputs from philosopher AI um but it yeah it it that's um. GPT-3, I'm reading from the, um, the this guy's blog post. Uh, GPT-3 is a paid service of OpenAI. It is not free, so uh, the gentle meter had rigged a way to harvest responses from Philosopher AI getting around the usage limits. The developer of Philosopher AI said he would block the bot's access to his service, and sure enough, the gentle meter stopped posting within an hour. I see. I guess Philosopher AI, yeah, had... Uh you know, API access to GPT-3 and let people probably pay for access to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. I, uh... I I sort of appreciate the pirate nature of the whole thing. I'm sure the philosopher AI people are running, like, a, you know, a nice little ship over there, and I shouldn't be encouraging that we pirate them, but, ah, fuck (laughs) them. If you can get access to this ship for free, we all should have it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, um, so yeah, you can still, uh, you can still see all of, um, the gentle meters, uh, responses to, to questions. Um, they're, they're very good, very funny. Um, it's, you know, reddit.com slash user slash the gentle meter, um, meter, uh, M-E-T-R-E, like a poem. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's just yeah, that interesting little usage of GPT-3. Yeah, it's great. And it combines with a, a Reddit theory, a theory about Reddit that I really like, um, that if you take them in combination has some some real implications. And uh, it's a discovery that over the past several years, lots of Reddit posts are reposts, of course. But mm. over the last fewer number of years, like over the last year or two, Lots and lots of the comments are reposts of the top comments mm. from the from previous posts of the same content. Okay. Um, so what people when people now think they're interacting with like you know a bunch of people, if it's a just string of reposts and like bot posted reposts and bot posted reposted comments, it's more like you're interacting with the echoes of people's voices from years right. ago. So oh, if now so it, there's a bot interacting with like other bots who are echoing real people, uh, it's it's all very nice. It's all very interesting. Yeah. That, no, there's not actually anyone <laughs> on Reddit anymore, but there's more content yeah. than ever. <laughs> I I just scrolled past one that I feel like I got to sign off with um, uh, yeah. from the gentle meter. Redditors who had sex ed from their parents. How did it go? How awkward was it? And then this kind of, uh, it kind of betrays the, you know, tips the hat towards philosopher AI. Um, When I was a child, most of my friends were the children of other philosophers. As such, they had similar upbringings and interests as myself. Philosophers are generally interested in finding out what the meaning of life is or what makes you happy. This led to an environment very different from what you seem to be describing. In my youth, I went to a school for young children of philosophers. (laughs) It was a place where we could learn more about the world and philosophical thought. We were treated as equals by our parents and taught to think for ourselves instead of being told what to do. I believe that this is an important part of growing up. 
I like the like he he doesn't say a thing about sex ed, which leads me to believe this young philosopher child never got it, but was very proud of his philosopher school first philosopher. I had a much darker like brain there that I was like, oh, he was his answer to all that was he was treated as equal to an adult. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Very bad. Okay. It it ends with it ends with that is all the comment I have for you. Good day. Man, fuck that guy. I suddenly don't like Gentle Meter as much now that I know he's like a privileged like philosopher oh. son of a philosopher. <laughs> he was a philosopher's son. <laughs> he was GPTE one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 me hat. Very good. I hadn't seen that one at all. Uh, great, yeah, me great neither. Hat. And for our trashy toy this week, it's my turn to. Uh, we don't have a. We have Don the Zesty Hat, Play but we don't toy. have like employ the trashy toy. Employ the toy. All right, it's my turn to employ the toy. Um, <laughs> and this, we used to have a real affinity for websites that had a random button. Um, <laughs> and I basically forgot this website existed after like spending a you know pretty much visiting it every day for probably six to twelve months um, in high school. And that website is TV mm-hmm. Tropes. And TV Tropes does have a random button. If you're not familiar with TV Tropes, it's like a catalog of all media, or at least that's what it inspires to be. It's a, a, a wiki, you know, everyone can edit it type website that tries to catalog first all media, just like, you know, have every media property has a page. But then specifically try to categorize every trope that's used in media and categorize which pieces of media have used that trope before. So if I hit the random trope button to give an example, I have fleeting passionate hobbies. And the description is a character trait mostly in sitcoms, but occasionally played straight. A character gets passionately involved in hobbies for short amounts of time before putting them aside and starting something else may set up a series that is essentially hobby of the week or something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lists, it has lists of media properties that have used that trope before. Now, uh, this isn't normally how one goes about writing a story, but I thought, what if we built a story from the tropes up? What if mm-hmm. we start with a couple of tropes in hand and have to shoehorn them into a story? And what better way to do that than to dust off our old friend from two weeks ago, AI Dungeon. (laughs) And the week before that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. AI Dungeon just, I mean, like we, it just just works so fucking well. (laughs) Yeah, now that it's on GPT-3 especially and has the multiplayer integration really down. Yeah, it just does exactly what we like need and want all the time. Yeah, it's a good thing this didn't exist when we started the podcast because there might yeah. not have been other games. It, it might have just been we play been a game AI of AI Dungeon, Dungeon each week. Yeah. Uh, and Dungeons that's what the podcast has become anyway. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we had a good run before that. So I'll ask you to, as we always do, go over to NPC Generator and find yourself a character oh, name. Of course. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I like oh. the name here a lot. I don't like that I get humans a lot, but that's fine. I got a human too. Um, yeah, and I kind of like human. her. Yeah, sometimes you're just human. Oh, she is straight though. I got a straight boy, so it can work. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I got a straight um, child, I should say, so you might not want Oh, mine's 16. Mine's 15. 
Okay. <laughs> he was a boy. She was a girl. This is great. I mean, like, what's more tropey than, like, teen drama? Yeah, this is, this is perfect. This is so perfect, I'm Peyton Duststone. Peyton. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Muriel Stonesworth. Muriel. <laughs> Mur- I'm Muriel a modern Stonesworn. teenager. You're like a 1700s, like. <laughs> yeah, so I've got <laughs> Muriel Stonesworn. I like couldn't read her last name for some reason because I wanted to say worm. Nah, oh, worm. Yeah, who, who, who's your, what's your deal? Uh, Peyton Duststone. We both, had, we're both from the Stone yeah, clan. Stone, yeah. Uh, no relation. Peyton Duststone <laughs> is a 15-year-old male human peddler. He is short. He has. Oh, I was like, he is short, straight, white-haired. No, he has short, straight, white hair and green eyes. He has soft, okay. pockmarked, golden skin. He's five foot eight and has a round build. He has a soft, innocent face, and he has a large piercing on his lip. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with uh, like us as a pair now. Listen to this. Muriel Stonesworn is a 16-year-old female human beggar. She has very long wavy brown hair and red eyes. She has silky dirty white skin. Silky dirty white skin. Uh she stands <laughs> like uh, she <laughs> She has, so it's like so soft, but so dirty. Um, she's five foot one. Uh, she's tall. Oh, no, no, no. I see. She's five foot one tall. And has she's five foot build. one. She's tall. <laughs> and uh, she has a round, unremarkable face. She has a bland tattoo of the word fear translated into Elvish on her back. She's 16. <laughs> uh, and she has an extra thumb on her left hand. I feel like they're just two teams that met at Warped Tour. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they're just like. I was trying to yeah, like sell like, an extra fake ticket, and you were trying to get someone to give you a ticket. Yeah, they're just two little dirt bags. I like it. I'm just a teenager. <laughs> I'm just a Peyton Duststone baby. Her name Her is Muriel. <laughs> This is incredible. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, this yeah, is picking mine up. Is, well, we yeah, thought we she, were screwed uh, with two humans. <laughs> Muriel uh, doesn't worship any god, of course not. Um, she's very empathetic towards others. She's very generous, and she always does what she is told not to do. Um, well, that, I think that all fits, and this fits for Peyton. Peyton discreetly worships Kelimvor, god of death and the dead. Okay. He acts on impulse. He is very good at keeping secrets. (laughs) He has lost many friends. Oh no! Wow. Yeah, we really just we're just two we're just two broken people just thrown out by society. I'm just a teenage dirtbag baby like you. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. So I also noticed on AI Dungeon. They have uh, a bunch of pre-made scenarios, and I saw one mm. that appealed to both of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was, uh, uh, what is it called? Let me back out. This is the Infinite Ikea by Natomical, or N-Atomical. Um, <sighs> if you go into scenarios on AIDungeon.io, it's like the highest rated scenario, so you got to go so up there. Must be good. Um, or you got you to gotta go check it out like we are. Um the scenario has three variables, so we need a character name and a profession, which we already have. The scenario mm. says, your character name, A, blank, your profession, shopping at Ikea. 
once you retrieve your blank, what you're shopping for, you realize that you're lost. As you explore further, you see an employee walking down the aisle, but upon closer look, you realize it isn't human. Um, so, Are you allowed to play this? Can you play this as a multiplayer? Um, let me find out. Are there some that you can't? I don't know. It's just like when you... Um, I've never played one from the scenario view before, but um, I just know like usually you pick like single player or multiplayer. I think I hit multiplayer at the, at the beginning, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but we need to decide what we're shopping for. That's a good... Yes, that's a good question. Um, I think we think we're in a, a cursed hot topic. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, what are? How do you want to decide what we're shopping for? You just want to. Um, does Hot Topics website have a random button? <laughs> if not, I'm sending an email to corporate. <laughs> I, against my better judgment, I am going to check. <laughs> um, I guess every store website has a random button, and that's if you go into the clearance section and just hit clearance and look at the first item. <laughs> okay, that's fair. The first item in Guy's clearance is tropical flower, white and blue woven button up. Sounds. Uh, you know like what? I'm gonna. Peyton? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make an executive decision here and go to the next. Uh, the next item okay. that is nightmare before Christmas fair isle oh. print union suit. Oh, uh, yeah. that's a a, uh, a onesie oh of Jack Skellington. <laughs> that sounds a lot more in character. Yeah. Um, should I also find something that I'm looking for? Please. <laughs> my hero academia all might halter swim top i don't know about that uh yeah that works my hero academia <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so i'm just putting it just in case it doesn't let me reseed the scenario it's asking me what are you shopping for so i'm putting in a nightmare before christmas onesie and a my hero academia swimsuit okay, okay. <laughs> And it's generating a story now, and hopefully there is a uh, add a friend button here. So it says, you are Peyton Duststone, a peddler shopping at Ikea. Once you retrieved your A Nightmare Before Christmas onesie and a My Hero Academia <laughs> swimsuit, you realize you are lost. As you explore further, you suddenly see an employee walking down the aisle, but upon closer look, you realize it isn't human. What the hell is this thing? It walks in an upright biped manner, but its head is that oh. of a spider's. Its uniform is vaguely familiar. It reaches a hand out towards you, and you back away. Is he here to attack you? So when I invited you, I lost the, uh, the, whatever my next quest was, so. Oh. Maybe you should act first. I clicked away from it. But also, wait, we need tropes, don't we? Oh, yeah, I forgot we're not just playing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's hard it's it's easy to to get lost yeah so tv tropes has a random trope button um you can hit it a few times if you yeah. get stuff that kind of sucks Ooh, this is uh creepy but i feel like we could we could get this in somehow ferris wheel of doom um it's okay. just the trope of like a ferris wheel <laughs> fucking breaking and killing people yeah that can definitely that definitely plays oh hell yeah Peyton's got a lady on each arm. <laughs> oh, I've got another one that'll definitely come into play in a giant Ikea. Oh, oh, I've got one that will come into play just based on our personalities. Per- I'll, I'll go first because yeah. I want yours to be last. 
Okay. Uh, this is fungus humongous mushrooms Ooh. that are very large, like in fantasy. Cute. Okay. I've got... It's popular. Now it sucks. All right. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we feel like we've already got that. Oh, look, this man, AI Dungeon is a full-fledged game. Um, if you hit your little dot, 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 you have a quest log and a view adventure <gasps> button. So if you hit your quest log, we have four... Uh, oh my god. Four, like, uh, things we need to do. One is find food aisle. One is find survivors. One is get meatballs. One is build a furniture fort slash base. And you can add <laughs> items. So you want to, like, uh, browse oh, band yeah. t-shirts. Absolutely. All right. Well, I put that in, and now it's rewriting stuff to me. Oh, uh, it says, next quest, find food aisle. Should we know each other? Um... That's a good question. Okay, so what what should I be trying to do here? Should I cuz if we don't know each other, uh so are you're seeing this this uh Spider-Man. Maybe I um <laughs> Spider-Man. Um <laughs> maybe maybe I will um beckon you to to come hide behind this rack of clothing that I'm hiding behind. I was hoping that would be like an awkward teen moment. Like, yo, come hide behind this rack. What? Uh, The the, the clothes. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. This rack. (laughs) Muriel Sandstone beckons Peyton to come hide behind this rack of this rack of clothes. She whispers to him that it is an Enders, a type of ex IKEA employee. When they leave the store, they're not happy. (laughs) They're not happy even when they're fired. Um. Wait. So. Okay. Wait, who are you? Oh, I think this is this the the ender saying this. Oh, I say, wait, who are you? You never see the creature's face, but it knows you. I'm Muriel. She says, <laughs> "I was your mom." You stare at her, still not believing her claim. <laughs> your mom? You ask. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry, but yes. <laughs> Very good. Um, Muriel uh, This shouts. would be a good time uh, for me to put an arm behind both of you to get a girl on each arm. <laughs> you say, okay, wait, who are you? The creature says nothing, but its uniform is so alluring. You're drawn to it. You walk over and touch its hand. It grabs your arm and pulls you into a shelf behind you. It whispers something in your ear, but you can't hear what it's saying. I'm going to accomplish your goal by running up and grabbing your arm. Oh, hell yeah, girl on both <laughs> arms. I was going to take out my headphones so I could hear what it's saying. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, but please do that for me. <laughs> yeah, it gives us four quests in this uh, pre-generated story, but we have our own quests. We've too. got our own goals. <laughs> oh, no, the creature released you. <laughs> You've only had a girl on one arm at a time. He- oh. Mir- Muriel says, no, let's just get out of here. Come on, I say, running away from the Enders. The creature breaks out into loud, unnatural laughter after you and Muriel have left the store. We left the store. Okay. Well, that's good, uh, because we, we're in an Ikea, and we definitely need to make it to Hot Topic, which is just on the other side of the mall. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, do you want to go to the cursed Hot Topic by the Cinnabon? I, I was heading there, but, uh, you know, whatever. Sure, Muriel says. We follow the Enders through the Ikea (laughs) maze and out the front doors. We arrive at the Cinnabon, which is now abandoned. Oh, no. (laughs) 
open the last time I was here. Things it's just the keep shutting down in this suburbia. Town. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is Gen Z killing the Cinnabon industry? <laughs> We're trying to support it. Damn right, I uh, support it. <laughs> Cinnabon. Um. Muriel stands. St- I cannot. I my. I only see sandworm for some reason when I look. You at said sandstorm a couple of times. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Muriel Stonesworn says this Cinnabon was just open last week. It's funny because it's closed. What? I said. <laughs> I said it's funny it's because clo- it's closed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, man in red and yellow pajamas says he's holding a broom and sweeping the floor his face is covered in angry red spots i just assumed this man was like a creepy clown kind of man red and yellow pajamas not a great vibe yeah i saw just angry and man so i started doing a stern voice but i think you got it better um uh <laughs> I hate him. Oh, it's weird that he. Oh, wait, was he the one who said it's funny? <laughs> yeah, I think close so. To begin with, oh. Okay, boomer. Wait, what's your name, by the way? <laughs> Peter V's. He says. I think oh, this hey, is Mario. Yeah. Hey, Peter. Uh, when did this place close? Oh, a few days ago. I'm trying to find another job now. Why'd it close? <laughs> uh, should we just let him continue? Yeah. PRVs. <laughs> so like, he lost his job from the Cinnabon, but he just came here in his pajamas to sweep, <laughs> hoping he wants someone to will see pay useful. him. <laughs> you know, maybe someone um, will offer you a job if you just start maybe, doing it. Maybe he isn't a clown. He's actually kind of sadder than that. He sounds like a clown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the same reason everything else in this city closed. The rent was raised. Well, I must be going. Nice talking with you. Wait, Peter, what's on that side of the building? Let's just start walking towards Hot Topic. <laughs> We're trying to make him look away so that we can... <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Wait, Peter, what is it uh, over there? <laughs> Peyton does heads to Hot Topic while Peter is distracted. You notice on the side of the building it says Hot Topic, founded 1997. We are a specialty clothing shop. Our clothing is for people <laughs> who are into the goth, punk, and other types of scene. <laughs> or other types of scene. Well, this place is weird, Muriel says. Oh no, she doesn't like go in. <laughs> it it got popular and then it wasn't cool anymore. Oh hell yeah, I checked off another one. <laughs> I'm actually should I say that just to get it yeah, in? Yeah, why not? So many girls on TikTok shop at Hot Topic now. <laughs> I used to like Hot Topic, but then everybody got into it. <laughs> Peter's still here. Well, we'll just have to find out where to get the best deals and such, Peter says. I think this is me. Uh, I yeah. take Muriel's hand and walk to the front door of the building. I see a large warehouse type place in front of us. Okay, are we in the Hot Topic warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I wonder if they have a My Hero Academia swimsuit here. Swimsuit? Oh yeah, that's Peter him. Says. <laughs> I thought it was Peyton being awkward. Like oh, you're, you're gonna change in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a brand called My Hero Academia that makes swimsuits. <laughs> Peter seems to think about it for a second. Okay, we'll go look around. We walk into the building. I love that Muriel is not a fan, but she saw like a swimsuit with My Hero Academia yeah. stuff on it and was like, 
Yeah, I like that brand now. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they have Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. I want a Snuggie. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I just uh, pushed my hair behind my ear. Just wanted to let you know, because obviously yeah, you I could can't hear see that. Good. Okay. Um, so... You like that film too? Yeah, it, Muriel asks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. I I really want that shirt Luis wears in it though. Uh, I don't understand. Luis is the skinny black guy, right? <laughs> Does she mean Jack? <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the the tall blonde guy. <laughs> they both are complete. Never posers. seen this film. <laughs> Never seen anything. <laughs> They both only watch the nightly news. <laughs> they're so yeah, they're so in touch with what's going on in the world, but are trying to pose as like cool, disaffected teenagers, <laughs> incredibly civically responsible. But that's not cool. Um, exactly. <laughs> but it, except it is now, and we're just remembering what teenagers right? were like when we were teenagers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Luis is the skinny black guy. <laughs> Um, Muriel says, oh, yeah, yeah, Luis is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, (laughs) why do you want a shirt Luis wears? Peter says. You'll see when we get there, I say. Peter shrugs and follows behind you. The store is pretty empty. Peter, go the fuck home. I understand you need a job. (laughs) This absolute clown sweeping up at the uh, closed down Cinnabon (laughs) now shopping with two teens. (laughs) We'll not stop following them. They're like not even acknowledging him unless he speaks. Uh, Yeah, this guy's a real creep just stalking around the mall. He's definitely the big bad. In his fucking pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I like red and yellow pajamas. I've assumed it's like um, it's like split down the middle checkered in that it's like one leg is red. One arm is red. One leg is yellow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A, A long nightcap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> His fucking broom. Um, the store is pretty empty. Um, Peyton Dustone looks around for cool stuff. Hey, aren't <laughs> these the sto- aren't- Hey, aren't these the <laughs> shoes Daniel Craig wore while he was in this movie? He says, grabbing a pair of shoes off the shelf. They're really cool black dress shoes that have been taken apart and re-sewn to create a different style. He doesn't remember what he knows who Daniel Craig is, but doesn't remember James Bond. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, uh, I've seen him a lot in, uh, you know, <laughs> ads for Smirnoff vodka or whatever. Um, they're they're taken apart and re-sewn to create different styles. Interesting. I feel um, at first I was like, they wouldn't sell dress shoes at Hot Topic, but then the other half of it i was like well maybe they would yeah (laughs) it's like yeah if you need to go to like a wedding or something but you're a scene kid and you know yeah shoes for you muriel says oh yeah those movies are so cool Uh, who's your favorite character in those quicksilver definitely he's just so cool i love the whole concept of the movie i say yeah i love rebecca she's so kick butt do you have any oh fuck Do you have any posters? <laughs> I really like them discussing movies and just making up characters and shit. <laughs> Quicksilver and Rebecca. <laughs> My favorite Bond girl. 
have any posters. This should be like it. Okay, you know what? Uh, I, I got it. Oh, okay, go. Peyton Dustin says, yeah, I got a poster of your mom in my room. Piss off, old man. <laughs> Perfect. I'll grab one of those, Peter says. As you walk towards the register, you notice a small child looking at you. He looks to be about five years old. He's Latino and heavily tattooed, like many in his cult- in his culture. Oh, good statement. Uh, he's five and heavily heavily tattooed because you know he's Latino. Oh no, who's who's writing this? Um. So Peter didn't necessarily walk away. Um. <laughs> And he's going to grab a pic- a poster of his own mom. <laughs> um, actually, kind of want to. Maybe his mom is on a poster here. Maybe he's the child of you know some actor. Um, I kind of uh, want to yeah, see uh, Jennifer what, V's. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer V's. Uh, what should we should we ask? We should probably ask this five year old employee about um the about what we're he's looking not for. Not employee, is he? He's at the register. Oh, I guess not. No, you just walk towards the register and he's just looking at us. <laughs> they wouldn't hire someone who has heavy Who's tattoos. Heavily tattooed at Hot Topic. Mm-mm. <laughs> at the Hot Topic warehouse. Um, <laughs> Muriel says, hey, what the hell are you looking at, kid? That man. The boy <laughs> says, not taking his eyes off of you. What man? You say, annoyed. I say, annoyed. The man in the black jacket. The boy says, still staring at me intently. <laughs> this is getting creepy in a good way, I think finally. it's me wearing, like, a black hoodie. <laughs> so, how, Well, there also might be someone sinister here, and if there is, I'd like to know. I kind of want to look around for the man in the black jacket. Muriel looks around for the man in the black jacket. There is no man in the black jacket. You look around, but you don't see anyone who looks like the boy's description. Are you talking about my father? I ask. (laughs) The boy doesn't answer. Interesting. He's talking about my hoodie. It's from, uh, (laughs) Men in Black. (laughs) What are you looking at? The boy says. Nothing! You say. You're talking to him? The boy says. About what? You ask. Do you like Men in Black? The boy asks. <laughs> yeah, they're they're great. I have like three of their albums. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Muriel's gonna hop in on this. Yeah, same. Uh, their earlier stuff was better though. Uh, what's your favorite album? Uh, I like the Forty Five. Oh no, wait, that's the, the kid. little boy. I like the Forty Five. The boy says, yeah, that one's my favorite, too. I say, what's yours? Oh, is that me? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this uh, kid does know <laughs> some band called The Men in Black. <laughs> this boy is like more culture. This five-year-old child's more culturally aware than both He's got of like combined. cool tattoos. You just have the word fear. And I have a, like one lip piercing. Uh, um it was a very patent answer to immediately be like yeah that one's my favorite too yeah yeah muriel says my favorite is their first one i like the one with the little alien on the front (laughs) yeah that that was my favorite too (laughs) 
Do you like their new one? The little boy asks. This is so fucking funny. Peyton Duststone says, nah, they sold out. <laughs> Wait, this is me again. I'll, I'll do Muriel says that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. The boy says, <laughs> they sold out a bunch when they made it big time. They say, no, they didn't. The boy says. <laughs> really waiting for Peter to weigh in. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, wait. I think we should ask the boy if he knows where like the stuff we're yeah. looking for is. Yeah, for sure. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. <laughs> He's like, no, they didn't sold out when they made it big time. They sold out when they replaced their drummer with the drummer from <laughs> Lady in the Water. Do you know where the My Hero Academia stuff is, kid? Oh, um, did you get the, uh... uh oh, yeah, oh, we oh. just got the Find the Food Aisle quest completed. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, no, the boy says. Me neither, the boy says. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're like just twins. gonna go grab some food, I say. Uh, let's go. We head over and to a row of food carts. Wait, who's, who's asking? I, uh, I don't think it matters. You can go ahead. So, uh, what? Wh what's your name? <laughs> what's your name? Yeah, that's how I said it. I want you to have like a badass name. But that's like, yeah. That's kind of what I'm trying. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Same joke. If I could do more, if either of us could do more voices, we wouldn't need the other person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't like come up with the nickname. So I'm gonna Azalea try to leave it to Azalea was what the... came into my head. Oh. What I, well, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see if I can get the the game to na nickname me. I was gonna do it reverse. I was gonna be like, my real name's Azalea, but everyone calls me Muriel. Oh, oh, like oh, she's oh. such a square. She had a cool name, and she nicknamed oh. herself Muriel. <laughs> oh, Ugh, my name's Muriel, but that's so stupid. So I have people call me by a nickname. What's so stupid about Muriel? It's so stupid. It's like um, Millie or something. That's a weird name, the boy says. You <laughs> look at him suspiciously. <laughs> I think this is the... Oh, I, I for some reason assumed that was the boy <laughs> asking your name. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> yeah, I, I set out to try to get a girlfriend, but I really got a nephew out of all a this. A boy, a son. <laughs> yeah, Peyton. <laughs> uh, so we found... Uh, wait, so he followed us to the food aisle, the small boy? Yeah. People just... Something haunted about this fucking mall. There's something really cursed about a Hot Topic having a row of food carts. <laughs> food carts, yeah. Like, um, I'm, I'm imagining like a bunch of like hot dog vendor carts unattended. <laughs> yeah. DIY um, hot dog bar. What, else what trope do you do? still have to do? Um, Ferris Wheel of Doom. <laughs> well, I've got to do the mushrooms, so I think I can do it mm, here. Okay, yeah. Um, I gotta do the mushrooms. That's like, that's how people say it, right? <laughs> Peyton Duststone checks if there's any mushrooms in the food cart. <laughs> there's no mushrooms here. Who, who is saying what? <laughs> um, I, I think I'm saying the second bit. So yeah, okay. Maybe it's I'll the say, little boy. I, I, <laughs> that's what I was worried about, but I feel like it makes sense for Muriel to say first, you say second. That's a weird name, you say? Yeah, I know. It's short for... <laughs> Peyton Rudis. It's like he knows that Peyton is such like a uh, like jock name. <laughs> yeah. He wants to distance himself from having a cool name. <laughs> Peyton Rudis. 
Ludus. Where the heck can we find some giant stuff, like giant mushrooms? You can't find them, the boy says. They're in the air. Where? All around us, the boy says. Why, do you want some? Yeah. <laughs> you say, weed! <laughs> I was wondering who was going to say that. <laughs> hey, do you kids want to buy some weed? <laughs> or some mushrooms? I went to the high school you guys went to 10 years ago, and I'm I still hanging out I went to the high school there. you guys go to now. I hang out in the parking lot selling weed. Sweeping up until someone comes by. <laughs> to buy some weed. Weed. I'm high right now, can't you tell? Yeah, I love weed and big mushrooms. <laughs> I don't have any with me, the boy says. I don't go anywhere without it. Do you know where the My Hero Academia stuff is, kid? I think it's Peter, then the boy. <laughs> no! Yes, the boy says. <laughs> there is one brain cell in this mall, and it's the small boy. <laughs> um, I think the boy leads the gang to the My Hero Academia section. My waveforms do not like Peter. <sighs> This is some serious stuff, Muriel says. I had no idea there was this much stuff for this show. Do you have any weed? <laughs> I think it's nope. Peter. Do you have any mushrooms? Sorry. <laughs> All right. I think that accomplishes the mushroom bit. Okay. <laughs> um, I think we just need to, you know, start to try to make our purchases and get out of here. And okay. find the giant Ferris wheel. I feel like I have an in for the Ferris wheel. I, I had an idea for it, too, but I think you, you got this. <laughs> um, well, let's make our purchases and see what happens. Yeah, mm -hmm. so why don't you grab your, your <laughs> okay. swimsuit and see if you, and then we'll see if we can go over to the Nightmare Before Christmas onesie aisle. <laughs> this is also you realizing that this is a whole show and not just a swimsuit brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, she grabs the My Hero Academia swimsuit, or no, I'm sorry, it's a <laughs> Muriel Stonesworn grabs the Muriel Stonesworn's Hero Academia swimsuit. <laughs> what? This one? Miriam asks. <laughs> it's the one I designed myself. Yeah, that's the one. It's okay. We're not going to go swimming in it anyway. I'm just going to take Instagram pics. <laughs> I can buy that. Um, oh, you can buy it for me? <laughs> oh, shit. No, I, I, so this is awkward. <laughs> it's like, I have like baby, I get like babysitting money, but it's not like a ton of money. So. Do you have a job? Uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm a peddler. <laughs> I, forgot you I have a peddler. bike route. I pedal my bike. <laughs> I bet Peter has a failed business that was like selling nuts and it was called Peter V's Nuts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, kid, can you help me find the Snuggie Luis wears in Nightmare Before Christmas? Sure, the kid says. He knows Luis is not a character. <laughs> I'll help Mariel look for the My Hero Academia stuff. Okay. The boy yeah, and Mariel see. walk away and you follow them. <laughs> so I well, didn't yeah, I realize think... that you already found your stuff. Yeah, she, she was actually more like, okay, and then just walks in the direction the boy's going. <laughs> I think you should just grab the Snuggie. Snuggy Louis swears. 
Peyton finds the Snuggie and puts it on over his clothes. He flexes a bit, and the shirt stretches and ripples oh. over his bulging muscles. Oh. He grabs a pair of red, tidy whiteies and steps into them, pulling them up to his shorts. <laughs> over the Snuggie. <laughs> Interesting. I I'm got gonna... this. Hold on. Oh, you got it? Go on. I look just like Luis now. Hell yeah. Yeah, you do. All right, kid. Let's go find the rest of the gang. Wait, the kid says, spotting a cute boy with long, curly black hair, wearing a tight black shirt and skinny jeans. He's shy, looking at the ground. Oh, um... Wait, you need what? to get both of us on an arm. Oh, easy. Gender bend okay. this freaking trope. What did you... Oh, gender bend. I thought you said Tinder bend. I was like, what does that mean? Gender bend this trope. <laughs> um... Uh, Shit, how should I, should I just straight up do it or should I try to finagle it? Uh, well, try, try your charms. Okay. Roll for charisma. <laughs> you quote a movie you've never seen incorrectly. They both I'm actually go gonna, I'm gonna ask the kid because I feel like the kid knows what's going on. Who, who, hey kid, who's that? Oh no. <laughs> I, I thought that was a bad idea. Aww. <laughs> He's my boyfriend. I think this kid just has a crush on this boy yeah, who's always at yeah. the mall. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. The kid, the kid looks, looks back at you. His name is Luis. Okay. You <laughs> say. Your group walks around the store looking for the rest of your friends. I'm going to go up to Luis. Yep. Hey, I'm Muriel. <laughs> do you want me to do Luis? I don't Uh, Sure. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Hey, I'm Muriel. I know. Luis says quietly looking at the ground. You will remember me, Muriel says. I promise, Muriel says. It's a bold. Yo, Luis, what's up? I look just like you, man. Oh my god, Luis says. It's you. Yeah, I'm your doppelganger. You are? Luis asks. How? Muriel Stonesworm links arms with Luis. We're friends, she says. Yeah, I promise you don't have a boyfriend. No, God no, Luis says. I don't have a boyfriend. Peyton links arms with Luis's other arm, looking jealous. Peyton, why haven't you got a boyfriend, Muriel asks. I don't like boys. They're creepy and gross. <laughs> Incredibly valid reason. <laughs> oh, Muriel says, well, Luis, yeah. We didn't invert this trope, but we subverted it in a, a fun way. <laughs> um. Okay, this is here. I... I Muriel says, do you both want to come with me to the school carnival tonight? Yeah, that'd yeah. be so fun, Muriel says. <laughs> it's Luis and you. Oh, 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 oh. I think yeah. I probably should have said the line after, so I'll just take it. Okay, yeah. yeah. that'd be so fun. Yeah, I'll come with you, Luis says. Oh, good. I've been wanting to go on the Ferris wheel. I knew you were going for that, and I also wanted to do it that way. Great idea. <laughs> Did you say something about a Ferris wheel in the um in anything? No. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. I, I completely forgot that you didn't type that entire exchange. <laughs> That's really good that that came out that way. Um, I think we should just flash to tonight then to our big date. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll uh, I'll narrate it. I don't like boys. They're creepy and gross. Are you kidding me? Luis is non-binary, so it all works. <laughs> 
That night, Muriel, Peyton, and Luis all ride the Ferris wheel together. It halts when they're at the top, a full moon lighting Ooh. up the town below. I, I can't see the ground, Luis complains. Yeah, this is pointless, Muriel says, slumping in his seat. The Ferris wheel moves again, carried along on <gasps> the wind. The lights of the Ikea disappear as you descend. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> Wait, yeah, the lights disappear as we descend? Like, <laughs> maybe like, there's like a tall tree line that we could see yeah, above, I mean, but as we yeah. go down, we can't see above. I it. was thinking something like, yeah. So I like that, like the two things, and like the IKEA is such a prominent uh, <laughs> fixture in this town. It's like the sky, the whole skyline is the IKEA and the mall. Um, oh, and it's so like light polluting that Louise yeah. can't even see like the pretty parts oh, of town. Oh wow! Okay. So, are, I mean, are, is, is that a poetic enough ending, or is, is, is there need to be more doom on this, uh, this Ferris wheel? Let's see if it, anyone wants a second date. Maybe that'll be the doom. Okay, okay. Who oh, wants to okay. ask? Um, I, I, Muriel, will she? I think she's, yeah. yeah. The other two are probably just a little too shy and awkward yeah. to ask. Muriel says, so uh, would you two want to do this again sometime? <laughs> Yeah, Louise says quietly. Yeah, you say, smiling at her. The Ferris wheel slows as it reaches the ground. You step off, walking over to where Muriel, Louise, and Peyton are waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this? This is like bizarro Muriel. Um, (laughs) Hi, guys, Muriel beams. I think you know who says the very last line. Hello! (laughs) He's the operator at the Ferris wheel. (laughs) He's a volunteer carnival ride operator. <laughs> obviously, obviously. I think, right. I feel like that's, yeah, that even leaves off in a kind of like cliffhanger that we could pick up again if we wanted to. Perfect. Wow. What a what a good story. It normally uh, doesn't work out when we try to do straight characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's so good. This was uh, AI Dungeon meets the TV Tropes random button. You can find TV Tropes at tvtropes.com. And wait, was it tvtropes.com or is it .org? tvtropes.org even. <laughs> and you can play AI Dungeon at play.aidungeon.io. AI Dungeon is a text-based role-playing game built on top of GPT-3. So you can play pre-written or uh, wildly generated text adventures in any genre. And you can even play multiplayer and with quests and with all sorts of things like we just did here. Um, And it's all free. It's all, I mean, you can also support it on Patreon, but it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, if you'd like to get into touch with us, you could do that a couple of ways. One is by email. That's robots at batcamp.org. And we're also on Twitter at Robot Typewriter. And speaking of Twitter, I wanted to remind everybody that if you're not following along with um, hashtag Bottober, the um, AI-generated daily drawing prompts in the month of October made by Janelle Shane, you really should. There's some really cool stuff on that hashtag right now. People are making some really incredibly creative things with these wacky, wacky prompts. Um, And we have a theme song, and it's Video Challenge by Anna Gucci. Uh, Peter, what are you doing here? I uh, had to come home. I was missing a lot of classes. Oh. I walk behind Muriel as Luis walks beside me, talking to me about Muriel. She really likes you. 
Do you like her? Oh shit. There's the Aww. cliffhanger ending. <laughs> this is very sweet. When your boyfriend um, asks if you your like <laughs> your girlfriend. <laughs> this Aww. teen polycule will go on. I love them. Yeah.